Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. Back in Roman times, the Mediterranean was chucked full of pirates. You could barely set sail through the region without being chased down by one. Unfortunately, the importation and exportation of goods, as well as transportation via ship, were extremely critical at this point in time. There were no planes, trains, or automobiles to help carry the load. All you could do was hope you weren't spotted by a crew of bandits during your voyage. Julius Caesar was of some noble descent. But over the course of several generations, nobility didn't equal money or status in Rome. His family was well-respected to be sure, but he still had to work his way up the social and political ladders. Caesar knew at a young age that he wanted to achieve recognition and power. Rome was in political and economic disarray, which flooded him with ideas of molding the system in his own way. At 25, he was still young and commanded no power. He had gained some esteem in the military, but his emboldened crossing of the Rubicon was still decades away, and he had built some rapport for his work in legal advocacy, but he was still a fledgling in the social-political arena. At this point in his life, if he wanted to fulfill the destiny he was creating for himself, he needed to continue his education as a humble, private citizen of Rome. Caesar knew he needed to focus on his oratory skills. Public speaking was critical for commanding the attention and respect of the Roman administration, so he jumped on a ship that would take him across the Aegean Sea and down to Rhodes. There, he was to meet with a prestigious scholar named Molon, but the voyage south failed to reach its destination. He and the ship's crew were intercepted by pirates and brought back to their island hideaway. While the rest of the men cowered in fear, Caesar stood there annoyed. He had places to go people to see, things to do, and these pirates were keeping him from all of it. When the pirates demanded 20 talents as a ransom for his life, valuing over $500,000 in today's money, he laughed at them. Clearly, a sum like that wasn't enough for someone of Caesar's distinction. Forget the fact that he was a private individual, holding no high political or military office. No, if these buffoons were going to hold him for ransom, they demanded they hold him for 50 talents, or $1 million. The pirates raised their eyebrows. Who did this guy think he was? One of Caesar's men was sent out to fetch the money. While everyone else waited, Caesar turned his captivity into a vacation. To their surprise, he joined in the pirates' daily exercises and played their games. To their greater surprise, he bossed and berated them treating them no different than any other of his subordinates. Whenever they were being too loud for him to sleep, he yelled at them to quiet down. He made them sit still and listen to him practice his poems and speeches. If the pirates ever looked unimpressed, Caesar chewed them out, calling them illiterate fools and threatening to hang them. And if that wasn't enough, he threatened every now and then to have them crucified once he was released from captivity. None of the pirates could believe the hubris of the man, but they laughed off his overconfidence as empty-headed fun. 
It was not, however. 38 days later, Caesar's men returned with the 50 talents in hand. Caesar and his party sailed to Miletus, where he promptly raised a small fleet of warships and returned to the island. He found his kidnappers right where he had left them, capturing and imprisoning them in the Pergamon jail. And the 50 talents? He kept the money as his own reward. Caesar met with a local Roman magistrate, Marcus Junius, to discuss the pirates' execution. At first, Junius dithered whether or not to punish them. He knew he could make a large profit if he stayed their execution and sold them into slavery. Caesar pressed him, but of course, Junius ultimately decided not to execute the pirates. Caesar left feeling more indignant than ever. He was angrier with Junius than the band of hooligans who kidnapped him. It wasn't in his nature to allow someone else to profit from his own misfortune. So Caesar took justice into his own hands. He traveled back to Pergamon, extracted the pirates from their prison, and being a man of his word, crucified them. Not only did he get the last laugh, but for once in history, the captive was actually in control of his captors. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one, but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.